Welcome to another edition of Mike Checker. I have one of my mentors. I'm going to give him some flowers right now. He didn't know I was going to do this for him. This brother only has one son, but he has 340 to 400 other sons, including myself. Um, this man, I would not be the man I am today if it was not for this man right here on the screen that I have on this episode. And I am more than humbled that he came and joined us for this. He was the reason I went to St. Louis University High School. He's the reason I stayed there. <laughs> and he's the reason that I believe in everything that the Jesuits taught us going forward as a career, as a man. He taught me so much that he don't even understand. He taught me just by his example of who he was and who he walked around it as he became a Kappa. That's all right. You know, other than that, you know, but the funny thing is I, 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 I ascertained that the majority of guys that went to SLU became Kappas yeah. because of this man yeah. on the yeah. on the screen right now. Yeah. I mean, it's at least 12. Yeah, yeah. We had, uh, I just remember um, Dan, uh, shoot, what's Dan? Dan Hurd. Yeah. Dan Hurd, his brother is a Sigma. And so Dan used to wear uh, on dress down days, Sigma stuff, and I and I would ask him. I said, Dan, I don't know if you should be doing. You should that. be worried at the school. <laughs> and, and so, and what was wild is, you know, he was like, "Yeah, my brother is Sigma." Blah 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 blah. He pledged Kappa when he went to school. <laughs> I mean, it's just so many good brothers that came from my school. Yeah. I had Kofi on the last episode. I'm so yeah. proud of everybody there. I mean, it's I'm I'm here Sharano. You know, he's the head of the FBI department in Dallas. You uh, know what? I've, I've I've been trying to get in touch with him because I, I send you his number all the time, man. I send you his number. Okay, okay. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. Sharon's doing. I mean, I mean, you got Thomas running a hospital in yes. Oklahoma. I mean, that's just around the people that was my age. That's not even yeah. talking about other brothers is doing anything. But this brother here helped recruit me to St. University High School was my vice principal. He also ran my work grant program as well. I worked for him. So I literally worked for him. And I would get into some stories about how he used to beat me up. You know, he used to uh, tell me about myself. You know, I won't use the language on the episode. <laughs> he was actually, you know, let's, let me start off with that. So I remember when I first got there, I used to wear a leather jacket I got and I got some Deion Sanders shoes. I grew up on the north side of St. Louis. That was the two of the proudest things I had was these Deion Sanders shoes and this leather jacket. And I remember he was like, if I see you again with this leather jacket and these shoes on, <laughs> it's going to be me and you. And, and, and anybody doesn't know it's a dress code. It, 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 can they wear tennis shoes still? Or can they wear tennis shoes yet? Or that that whole that whole dress code has changed since I left. So it is what it so, is. No, no, you had to wear dress shoes, yeah, slacks, yeah. and a, a collared shirt. You yeah, you couldn't yeah, even wear a hoodie yeah. unless it was a collar under the hoodie. That's right. That's right. So, and, and I'm wearing a jacket. I got my backpack. All kind. I'm illegal. <laughs> I'm I'm straight to a detention. I got three, four different violations going on. And he saw me coming out of my English class, and he said, "You need to go take them. I don't care what you're doing." If you're gonna walk barefooted, you need not to have them shoes on. It went a little bit more extreme than that, but I basically had to borrow somebody else's shoe, Jim. Oh, and it was some size 14s that I had to use for the rest of the day to make sure that I did not have any issues with this man right here, Mr. <laughs> Eric Clark. Well, I appreciate that, brother. Appreciate the introduction and uh 
I'm very humbled as well. You know, I, I always say, you know, it's a it's a two way street. You you, the the young men that I've been so blessed to serve, and I say that humbly, I've been blessed to serve. Uh, they they have they have molded and they don't realize molded me along with God into the man that God created me to be. Uh, I couldn't have, have done this without uh, you, you my, the, the, the young men, the students over the years that I'm, and I'm still doing that, that, I, that I've had the opportunity to serve. Uh, you all just don't know. And uh, you're right. I used to be on uh, the students, especially the students of color, because <laughs> there wasn't a lot of us. Right, they, right, right. Now they, had, they got more than one lunch table, as me Kofi was saying. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And I used to... We, I used to make y'all take three steps <laughs> as opposed to when your counterparts, the white students, they had to take one. But, but I made sure that we wasn't, our, our mess was not going to stink. You know, they, they, yeah. if, if, if a student, if a student of color did something wrong, it was going to be something wrong. It wasn't going to be nitpicky stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's all that was. That was just love. That was just love. Yeah, it was. I needed it. I needed it at the time, you know, and it was yeah. like, man. And then as I went through, I understood by the time I was out there, I wasn't doing nothing. I was following what I needed to be doing and getting myself ready for college, you know. Uh, so let's start from the beginning, Mr. Clark. So uh, where are you from in St. Louis? So I'm from Northside. I'm, I'm from North St. Louis uh, in um, O'Fallon Park area. Uh, matter of fact, I grew up across the street from O'Fallon Park on Cary Avenue. Okay. Uh, and um, so I, I, my mom uh, my mom and dad divorced when I was three. And so it was just me and my sister. My sister is seven years my senior. And so uh, my mom put, uh, she worked her tail off and put us through uh, Catholic education. Went to most Holy Rosary Catholic grade school. Where's, where was that at? That was uh, on Margareta and Newstead. And now it's the Joyce Myers Dream Center. Uh, yeah, so it, it was across the street from this public school called Ashland. And so, like I said, it was on Newstead and, Mar and uh, Margareta. So then after that, she said, all right, you all will continue your Catholic education. My, my sister went to Xavier, which was on Lindo, it was on the SLU campus. St. Louis University campus, and then it closed down, and then she transferred to Incarnate Word, where my mom uh, sent me to uh, St. Louis U High. I wanted to go to CBC because all of my friends were going to CBC. All the brothers going to CBC. Yes, yes. <laughs> all the kids I grew up with playing football, et cetera, and so forth with the Royal Knights, they went to CBC, but my mom said, no, you're going to SLU. So, really? So your mom made you go to SLU? She made me. That's right. She made me go to SLU because I wanted to go to CBC. First, to be honest with you, I wanted to go to Mercy. It was Mercy at the time, which Mercy has morphed into basically Trinity, if you will. Okay. And now that's closing uh, this year, end of this school year. But anyway, I wanted to go to Mercy because girls were there. Right. And, and it was COVID. Said, that's right. My mom said, no, nah, you had enough dealing with girls. You're going to SLU. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up going to SLU. So yeah, yeah, that's the deal. So so when you were so when you were at SLU, like how many brothers were in the class then in your class? Uh, that's a good question. So actually, it was 13 of us that started. 
1979 as freshmen. It was 13 of us and seven graduated. It was seven okay. of us graduated. Yeah, six ended up leaving. Now, in the whole school, it probably was maybe 15 to 25 African-American students. Yep. So your class was, was a big class even then. That's yeah. how my class was when we came yeah. in with 24. That's right. At That's the right. time. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yep. Yep. So you would end up going to SLU and then you play football. You play running back, right? Yep. Yep. I ran and do you still have the record football. for kickoff return? And now it's tied. It's like six of us that have that same record. Yeah, yeah. I remember I heard of when uh when Willard uh, uh yeah. rest in peace yeah. to Willard. Yeah. Uh, when I, right. I, you 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 want to make sure that he didn't uh break it. <laughs> you ran over to the scores table to make sure. <laughs> That's right. Say, how many yards was that? How many yards? Was that? So right. nobody's run out the end zone because yours was 99, right? No, it was 95. It was 95. Okay, so nobody's yeah. ran farther from back from that then. So it's tied. No, so that, actually, it's, it's, I've tied, it's three people that are tied with me, and then there are three that have uh, broken. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm number six. Well, tied for you know, it's it's three of us tied for uh, the the longest record. You know. Yeah, you, you had it for a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because you ran track too, right? I ran track. Yeah, I ran track and I played football. Yep. So being a black student at SLU at the time, like, how was that feeling, kind of around that time? Because I know uh, Mr. Jones was there. I, I don't know what year he graduated though. Uh, he graduated seventy three. Okay, yeah, I know Woody's dad went there early in the game. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, it, it's 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 nothing different than it is today. You know, uh, African Americans that to be honest with you, African Americans um have always been um sort of entertainment for the majority. Of, 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 of folks, you know, of white folks, if you will. And you, you think back to, um, uh, the, the, I shouldn't say just African-Americans, but people of color, you think back to the, 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 the Greek days, you know, the Colosseum and all of that, you know. Um, and, and so in, when it comes to African-American athletes, you know, um, we, we're treated differently, right? Um, they're treated differently now, you know, um, and it's, it's all about this is entertainment and it's not just athletes. It's about entertainers too, uh, uh, singers and, and actors or whatever. So the majority of, 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 of non-people of color look at those uh, people of color who are athletes and entertainers as different. You know, you, I, I saw an episode, it was a documentary on the Coop. Ku Klux Klan, and they were talking to this this member, and he had a Michael Jordan shirt on. <laughs> and, and, and the interviewer said, "So you you don't like uh, African American blacks, but you have a." He says, "Well, he's different, you know." So with that being said, the, I'm, I'm not man, black. I'm o, uh, I'm not that, black. I'm OJ. That's, <laughs> he's that, OJ. That's right. That's right. And so at St. Louis University High School, it was no different. Um, my classmates who were not athletes, um, they, some were harassed. And what I ended up doing, me and several other uh, African-American athletes, we used that platform to be the defenders, if you will, where we would check 
those students who were trying to bully our, 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 our brothers and, and they would leave them alone. You, you know what I'm saying? But when yeah. we weren't around, it was an issue. So I was treated differently because I was an athlete, you know? And so uh, did I have any issues with whether it was a teacher or a classmate or a schoolmate? No, I did not. Now, I, 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 but however, I do know that some of my classmates had issues, you know, whether it was a teacher or whether if it was a, a schoolmate uh, harassing them, calling them names, et cetera, and so forth. But when we would hear about it, we would approach that student uh, to say, you know, what's up? And they would always deny it, always deny it. So <laughs> no, it didn't happen like that, Clark. It didn't happen yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you ended up going, so what, so you ended up staying in Jesuit education going to St. Louis University. What made yeah. you want to stay in St. Louis and still stay at a Jesuit school on top of that? Because people understand that Jesuit education, is, it could be, it, it's a doozy. Yeah. Because when I went to yeah. college, it was my first two years, I tell people all the time, were easier yeah, than my four years. At, <laughs> I didn't study for real to my junior, senior year in college. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I even, I'm talking about like, it was stuff I literally already read or knew. I just had to refresh myself and I was getting A's and B's. Yeah, St. Louis University High School, without a doubt, uh, that was the best decision that my mom has ever made for yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it prepared me for college. It, it prepares any student. Uh, uh, it prepares them with study habits, how to manage time. Um, and that's what it did. Uh, with, 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 with all of us, right? And so um, I ended up going, when I left SLU, graduated from there, I went to Northeast Missouri State. It oh, was, you did? Wow, okay. Yeah, it, that's where I went. I went to play football. So uh, Northeast Missouri is Truman now? Now it's Truman, right. But it, back then it was Northeast Missouri State. I went to play football and come to find out, football in high school is totally different from football in college. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had fun in high school, in college, it was a job. They yeah. want you to eat, sleep, drink football. And, and I, I knew that I was not, not going to, I didn't have plans to become a professional uh, football player. So anyway, I ended up staying there at, at Northeast Missouri State uh, until the end of my sophomore year. Um, I came home and went to UMSL and uh, got my bachelor's degree in uh, psychology and then I continued on at UMSL and got my uh, master's in psychology with uh, emphasis in uh, industrial organizational relations. And then from there, I went to SLU to get a, another master's in educational administration. And then I got my doctorate from SLU in uh, educational leadership. So what so, made you, so what, ba what bad jobs did you have in between before you came back to SLU as an adversity director, what was like, you know, you had to work as a gas station attendant, yeah, like yeah, yeah, pumping yeah, gas, yeah. you know, or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, what, what's wild is um, I wanted to be uh, a CEO or, or, or a manager of, of the human resource department of a Fortune 500 company. That's why, I, that's what I went to school for. Um, however, uh, every interview that I went on they said, you have the credentials, because I, I, like I said, I got my bachelor's and continued on and got my master's in IO, in industrial organizational. And so they said, you have the credentials, but you don't have the experience. Well, how so, do I get the experience I, if I don't you? <laughs> that's right, that's right. So what I ended up doing was uh, working for my aunt. She was the 
director of elections uh, for the city of St. Louis. And so I, I was the, I ended up working there as uh, a supervisor of the warehouse. And so I did that for shoot, probably about six years. And my, meanwhile, while I was there, you know, I wasn't happy because it, it was very political. Uh, but um, what I ended up doing, I ended up volunteering at St. Louis U High for their uh, minority action plan. And so they, that was going on probably in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, because the, the African-American alumni, including myself, we were concerned with the lack of uh, minority students that were coming to SLU and that were staying at SLU and the lack of minority uh, teachers that were there. And so they developed this minority action plan. And so it was uh, Daryl Jones, uh, and other, <laughs> other alumni, yep. we got together and we were meeting with the president, et cetera, and so forth. And out, out of that plan came a position called uh, Director of Diversity. It was an Assistant Principal Director of Diversity. And so when this position came, we, 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 they created it and then they were like, okay, now we got to get somebody. And so they said, Eric, do you want it? <laughs> Yeah, why not? So it was that simple. It was like, do you want to do it? <laughs> to be honest with you, to be honest with you, it was. It was it was like, do you want it? And you know, I had the credentials, right? And yeah. I was an alum. I was on this minority action plan. And so they, you know, it was a new position. And so they offered it to me. And so that's how I got back. That was in 1992. And that's how I got back to St. Louis University High School. And uh been there, you know, been there ever since. Uh, got on, you know, worked there for 16 years. Uh, I was the assistant principal. Well, know. let's go. Let's step back to when you recruited me in 95. So yeah, that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. And I don't know if you ever knew. I, I mean, you probably do because I didn't did you go to Storm and stuff. Yes, I did. I remember when you came to recruit right. and they were like, who's your best student? And they pulled me out. And I was like, I'm going to Metro because I was already gotten the Metro. And you was like, hold off on that. Let me do some stuff. Because it was late in the year. It was like May. Yeah. Everybody already got their acceptance letter. And the yeah. thing is, I didn't even do the summer program with all the other brothers because I got in. I didn't decide to like July. That's right. That's and right. I was, it was, I, I got in the Metro. I mean, I literally did. I, I literally was technically rolled it in Metro when I went to SLU because the way I was, but they were sending me things saying like, you're not going to class because the city school system hadn't realized yeah. that I didn't decide to go there. I literally, they were sending things saying I was delinquent and I was, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't went, I was like, I'm in, I'm in another school. Y'all, I never told, I never went to orientation, never did anything. Yeah. yeah. And I was in July and you were like, trust me, it's going to be the best decision. It was literally me and you mm -hmm. <laughs> in a classroom talking about it. And, and you know, my, such a small world, Daryl. You know, I, I knew your mom. Yeah, I know. I know. And my mom was like, my mom, yeah. my grandma was like, you going to SLU now? I was like, nah, yeah. I'm already yeah. got in the Metro. I got the letter. I got the yeah. letter. I'm going to Metro. <laughs> I got the, and the thing was, yeah. at the time, people don't remember, remember Emmy magazine used to do like the top black students mm -hmm. in America and Metro would have two or three people. So that was my thing of like, well, Metro's got this, this, and this. Yeah. And I remember you were like, don't worry about that. I'm telling you, I talked to some people. So I talked to uh, Mr. Jones. I talked to, um, I forgot who was. I talked to somebody else's one. He's like, look, if you got in, you need to, it ain't no discussion. Yeah. Yeah. You need to yeah. go ahead and go. Yeah. 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 And I, I ended up coming there, you know. 
I remember, I remember coming over to, to asking Jackie Turnage. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, even because uh, uh, two other guys from SLU ended up coming as well. Uh, uh, John Rose, you know, he's a captain of the fire department down in Atlanta now. Um, he ended up moving from Atlanta, uh, SLU and went to Atlanta then, so he didn't finish with us. And then uh, Tim Evans is a uh, Air Force captain. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Smart. So that, so that. so why you so no then it was so people understand. So you signed me on to be a, a recruit and then go to another job at the school after. I, so I get there. I'm thinking, oh yeah, Mr. Clark's gonna be here. Blah blah blah. He's like, oh, we looking for a diverse. I'm like, so what happened to Mr. Clark? Oh, yeah. he's your vice principal now. <laughs> Over uh, disciplinary. <laughs> so not not like so. So now he has recruited you, and now he is your enemy. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. You know, you know, and 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 Darrell, that was that was the best. Uh, I I love both of those jobs, right? Um, but I really love the 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 dean of students uh, because. I was able to um, show, I, I believe, at, at a predominantly white institution that we are more than just uh, service uh, 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 industry. You know, we're more than just janitors or or cafeteria workers or whatever. You know, uh, when I became the assistant principal dean of students, you know, I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm here for the brothers. I got to keep them in line, but I'm here for these these white students too to let them know that you know we more than just what you all see on TV, you yeah. know, on in, in on radio or whatever. You know, we more than entertainers and all that stuff. And um, that that was that was I believed. Not only did I do good work for the brothers that were there, I did good work for the white students as well because they they were educated as well you know even some of them white parents that i that i had to deal with when they when they son got in trouble and they had to see i want to see the dean of students oh you got that saturday jug got that saturday jug and they like hold on we gotta go for on saturday all day that's right that's right so yeah i i really enjoyed that job man but uh yeah it was good so how was it for you with the transition from so my class is the last class that remember the old slew yeah and with the transition, like, how was it seen for you from, like, in your perspective of seeing this to this, of the old slew with no air conditioning when I first came in, all the way to now they got a field house and they yeah. got yeah. Yeah. all this stuff. Did you know, understand and know the vision of what they were doing then to what well, it is now? They talked about it, but, you know, it was like, okay, <laughs> you just see it on paper, you know, but now it's, 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 a, it's, a, uh, it's a mini college campus. I mean, Do you remember when the, the Metro League was supposed to come there originally? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a it's a mini college campus, and um, without a doubt, they they they're 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 competing, if you will, with 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 the the CBCs. You know, CBC is a great place too with the, with their campus. I know? don't know about that, Mister Clark. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I I'd like I like I defer on that. I say it's good. Some of the brothers they got out of there, too. you know. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I saw it. I saw it on paper. Um, I think it's. I, I wouldn't say that it's better or worse. It's just different, you know. Um, even when I was in school there, you know, it, it it from from when when I was there, 
to what you experienced was different, you know? Um, so so it, it, it wasn't better or worse, it was just different, you know? Um, I would say it, it was better when it came to heat, but but see, when because when, we didn't have uh, central air when I was there. Right, I didn't, they didn't either when I was there either. Okay, so we My had, freshman year, my freshman year, it, remember the new slew was fully built my sophomore year, we sophomore came back because we because we, we didn't have any snow days. We had to be out of there, but like the end of April because that's of right. the construction. That's right. That's right. And 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 and, and there was no such thing as a a, a, a a summer dress code or 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 heat dress code, you know, where you could wear shorts, you know, because uh, I mean, um, yeah, we had a, a summer dress code when when we didn't have any air condition. But when when the air came, because we used to have heat days, you know, half days for heat days. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, you know, but then, you know, when they got that central air, you know, it was like, what? You don't need no, you don't need to wear shorts. You wear right. Shorts, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> well, people would be stretching it. People would be yeah. stretching it. Yeah. People yeah. would be stretching it. They would be stretching it. So you transitioned in to being the president of Loyola Academy, which is for sixth, seventh, eighth grade boys, right? Yes. Yes. So, so what uh, made you decide to make that move to there, you know, at that time? Great, that's a great question. And, and, and it's a simple answer. Uh, I have to say God, you know, because uh, in 2000, believe it or not, in 2003, so Loyola was in existence uh, which just let you just as let the audience know Loyola Academy is a uh, Jesuit uh, nativity middle school for boys uh, who have the academic potential to succeed at a St. Louis U High, a Dismet, Chaminade, et cetera, and so forth. But because of socioeconomic issues, they may be hindered from reaching their full potential. So uh, majority of our students are at the poverty level or below. About 85% come from a single family home led by a matriarch of some sort, you know. Um, um, they, they, the, the students might be, if, the, if they go on to college, they will be first generation to go on to college. Some of them might be first generation to graduate from high school. Um, so basically what we're doing at Loyola is with the wraparound education, having a with extended day our day begins at 7 30 in the morning and they get out at 5 30 in the evening and then we have extended year where they begin school uh the end of july and go through the uh, middle of june um and then what we do we follow them we call ourselves an 11 plus year program we follow them through middle school of course but then when they move on to these uh uh, college preparatory high schools. We followed them for four years, making sure they're transitioning well during those years. And then when they move on for, uh, past high school, we followed them to try to find them, help them find their success, uh, uh, success route. Um, and, and yes, we would love for them to get a four year, get a, get a uh, college degree. However, college isn't for everyone, right? So they might get a trade of some sort. They might go into the service. Whatever their success path is, we try to help them through that. And so that's why we call ourselves an 11 plus year program, you know? And so that's that's what we do. You, you can see the- uh, Yeah, the kids. My, my screen, sir. You know, it, uh, 
predominantly brown and black kids. Uh, we'll, we'll currently, we, we sometimes will have one, uh, one or two white students, but the key is that all of them are at the poverty level or below. Also, a kid can't just like parents like I just want them to go there and just pay for them yeah. to go. And, and we've had we've had lawyers. That's what I was going to say. I was that's one of your next questions. I like, have people yeah. been like, "Hey, yeah. let me get my son in there." Yeah, and they and they've said, "I'll pay full tuition." You know, and what we try to do is we 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 are doing a so when we're trying to prepare them for these college prep high schools. We're giving them a pre-college prep high school curriculum, if you will. So it, it's it, it's it's difficult, you know. But these students can do it. They just need to be told. I mean, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that uh, any student, especially a student of color, can rise to expectations. However, we have to be careful to whom expectations they rise. Right, because uh, society is expecting these kids, us, to uh, early death, uh, 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 life of crime, uh, early fatherhood, uh, you name it, what they see on TV, that's what they're expecting of these students, right? And so what we're trying to do is say, hey, no, we have high expectations of our students. We tell our students to shoot for the moon, and if you miss, grab a star. You know, you can't, you, you, it's not uh, uh, if you go to college, it's where you going to college. It's right. not <laughs> if you graduate from high school, it's, it's when you graduate from high school. So it's, it's those high expectations that we have to have for ourselves, for, 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 for the, for the future, if you will. This is the future generation. So it's, what, how many students so, are in a class, particularly? So, so there are 20, 20 to 22 students per class. So we have sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. So the optimum number of students at Loyola might be between 60 and 65 students. Wow. And so, yeah, yeah. And so, you, you know, you asked me, uh, uh, how did I get, how, how did I get to Loyola? And it, it was God, because to be honest with you, I thought I was going to stay at SLU. I wanted to stay at SLU. I wanted to retire from SLU. Yeah. Uh, but in 2003, uh, the president at the time of SLU told me to go talk to the board president at Loyola because they was looking for a president. And I, 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 it was Father Paul Sheridan. And I said, Father Paul, did I do something wrong? And he's like, Right, no. right. You trying to get me out of here? Right, right, right. And he said, in Jesuit education, we cannot become complacent to what we're doing. We always need to be striving to do more. So he said, I want you to go over there. I think you will be good at, as the president over there. And I said, okay, I'll go talk to the person. And I went over there and talked to the board, the board chair. And, and when, I, when I left, I said, thank you, but no thank you. And I left and I came back to SLU and was happy at SLU. Then in 2006, the president that they hired at Loyola called me. He said, I want you to be the principal because they was looking for a principal at the time. I said, Kevin, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going <laughs> to waste my time. I'm happy. And so I, I didn't even go over there. That was in 2006. Then in 2008, he called again and said, hey, we need, we need another print. We're looking for a principal. Uh, we just moved into a new building across the street, blah, blah, blah. And so I thought- so Where were they at before? So they, they're right by Cardinal Ritter. Where were they at before that? They Across the street. Okay. <laughs> so, so they moved from, from one building to another building across the street. Okay. On the okay. same square block of Cardinal Ritter. And so, you know, that third time I said, 
man, this, this, this has to be more than human. This has to be God, you know, it has to be a reason. And so, you know, I discerned and prayed about it, talked to my wife, we, we cried and, and, and the pros and cons. And it was like, okay, God is calling you to do something. And so I ended up going to, I went to Loyola as the pre, uh, as the principal. And so that was in 2008. And then after my first year is completing that job, the president left. He said he was leaving. So the board, the board chair that I talked to in 2003, <laughs> he, he came and he said, we want you to do both. I said, do both what? He said, be the president and the principal. We want you, you are the face of Loyola. I said, no, they said, yes. So I did the president and the principal's job for a year and a half. Then I was able to relinquish the principal's role and then I became the president. So then I started thinking, man, and I said to the board chair, I said, you know what? In 2003, I told you no. <laughs> and now we're in 2009 and now I'm, I'm, I'm in that position. And I said, you know, God has a plan. You know, it, 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 it right then and there, it wasn't time. Yeah. 2003, but now is the time. So with all that being said, people say, well, what made you leave? It was God, you know, I had to be stretched. You know, I was, I was doing good. I, I, God was like, you're doing okay here at SLU. You're doing good work here at SLU, but you need it over here. These young brothers need you over here. And so... There, this is my 13th year. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were at at SLU for how long? For uh, as as a vice principal. No, you were there from like 91 in, right? 92. I I started in 92 and left in 2008. So I was there for 16 years. So you almost, you're buttoning up next to. I'm at 30, I'm, I'm at 29 years of being in Jesuit, being in Jesuit education administration. Oh man. I know, I know. I, I just I like, man. You so you t- you take those kids on a retreat, stuff like that that we did. Uh so yeah. it's the same, it's basically the same it's, curriculum it's, we had, right. but just younger that's, version. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It giving them experience in the same type of thing, but at, at a younger age and 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 an adjusted curriculum as well. You know, this, you know, it's 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 a it's a pre-college preparatory high school curriculum as opposed to a college preparatory high school curriculum. Uh, but yeah, man, so yeah, that, that, that them, are, them my sons, man. Like you said, I got one biological. But right, I but got, you got 400. <laughs> yeah, man. It's more than yeah. that now. I was just considering yeah. the brothers at school. I ain't even adding <laughs> these young brothers at all. I was just yeah. talking about the brothers that came through the halls of uh, SLU High. Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, how's your wife doing too? I, I forgot to ask you that, you know, tell her, I, you know, I said, hey, and everything. I will, man, I will. She's doing well, man. She's in, both of us are in yeah. education, right? But she's in public school. So she's in uh, the Hayeswood School District. So yeah, she this that she she's talking about retiring in three years. I think she's been, so if this is my 29th year, my wife probably has 25, 25 years maybe. Yeah, because the last time I saw you was at uh, Mr. Anderson's birthday party right before the shutdown. That's right. That's it was right. literally, I'm talking about like maybe a, the next day everything yep. got shut down because it was yep. everybody was talking about it at the party. Yep. Yep. About yep. what, hey, well, you hear this thing going on? Are they talking about shutting down? 
airports yeah. are shutting down Ooh. this and that. Yeah, man, educating, educating, educating young people, educating period, not just young, but old as well, college students during this pandemic, man. And I, and I, and I, I, I firmly believe, I always say, you know, this is a twin pandemic because we're educating them during the, 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 uh, the institutionalized uh, systemic racism that's going on, you know, with George, all of that. So that's one pandemic. And then you got COVID as the other pandemic. So, so how has that pandemic. been for students and been for you all with students being remote and things like that? What'd you say? I'm sorry. I said, how's that been for the kids being remote previously? And like you said already, a lot of them aren't in homes necessarily where they may have internet oh or may God. have oh my God. a laptop yeah. or anything. Yeah. And see, and see, that's what happened, Daryl, to be to be honest with you. COVID, you know, I be, and Jesuit education causes you to find God in all things. In in the storm, in the good times, in the bad times, all of that. God is there. And so people say, well, how was God in this COVID thing? Well, you know what? God was here because he allowed the blanket to be pulled back over all of the inequities that are going on in society yeah. with the marginalized community, right? So, so just what you spoke on, where you saw the inequalities come about when kids had to learn from home and so they were being issued laptops, though you know, especially in the in the uh, in in the, uh, the, the 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 school districts that were more uh, able to afford to give every student a laptop. Mm -hmm. But but what you ended up finding out was there were some students who didn't have Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> they, they 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 didn't have a laptop. Uh, they couldn't, they couldn't, when it was time to be on your screen, they couldn't show their face because they were ashamed of showing their house, right? Or whether it was where they live or who they lived with. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. all of those things came to light, which we knew existed, but we knew existed in our own community. The, 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 the more to do folks, the, uh, the, 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 they had opportunity to see, man, what is going on, you know? And so that's what COVID saw, you know, we saw it in education, we saw it in housing, we saw it in healthcare. Employment. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw it in employment, you know? And, 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 and now we're seeing it where, yeah, people want to get on. People want to get on people and say, "Man, we can't pay them. We, we're paying them too much unemployment." You're not paying them too much unemployment. You're not paying them enough. In the first day, they, they got to know what it meant to have a living wage. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, so, but, but, see, that's how society is. Society is looking at it as, "Man, we're giving them too much money for unemployment." Instead of saying, "We're not giving them enough money <laughs> to live." You know, so, so and you think I'm gonna go I'm back? Going. I'm getting extra money. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna that's go right. backwards. That's right. We that's paid right. all and our so, bills this month on this. I mean, literally, right. now I ain't got to. We ain't got to worry. We good. That's right. And you calling me lazy? <laughs> instead of just saying the problem is we're not paying you enough. So, so it's man. I tell you, I I mean, like I said, these two twin pandemics just pulled the the cover back on all of this stuff that's going on. You know, and so. You know, and so 
of course, it has had an effect on my students. You know, I, I mean, we, we've had, we had the, I had the uh, a big, do, which is my job is to, to get monies and, 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 and funds to support these students. But, you know, I had to get money to get them laptops, you know, to and they get, get them, them a hotspot. <laughs> yeah, hotspots and all of that, you know, uh, where, 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 where we were a small mom and pop school where you had these, these school districts, they were able to get it because they had monies coming from the state. Well, I, my monies come from individuals and corporations, you know, foundations. So, you know, that sort of thing. So anyway, so, so it's been tough and, and we've, we've been able to do, when we first got started, we had, we were doing uh, virtual learning for all students. And then when, when we start getting control, if you will, of, 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 of the, the virus, this was before the vaccine, we had hybrid learning where we would have, we divided the whole student body up into two cohorts. So each cohort came to school uh, two days a week in person and then three days a week virtual learning. So that's what we did. And so it, it worked out. We, we did have some cases um, uh, where, where it was COVID, it was mild cases, uh, but, but we survived, man. I mean, you know, kudos to, Kudos to teachers, man. I'm That's why I, I understood that. I mean, I, and I also realized my daughter is a bully in school. All this, like anything you tell me about her now, a teacher, I'm not gonna believe. Cause she walks around. She cause she has the tablet, so she could be in her bedroom with her feet kicked up on the wall. And I'm like, are you in class? Yeah, I'm in class. And then she'll turn around like, well, she is in class. She does. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, do you do this at school? She's like, yeah, we walk around. I'm like, what do you mean walk around? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now we at least parents know it is your son that is, yes. is, is or your daughter is a little bit disruptive. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's By that right. teacher a little bit extra something uh, uh at the right. end, of, end of the school year. That's right. That's right. So what is the future for Loyola? What is like the vision for you for the future of Loyola Academy? That's a great question. So right now we're in the midst of a uh, strategic plan uh, right now, and so what? Unfortunately what we're finding when the young men are coming to us in the fifth grade, um, with us being a small mom and pop shop, we, we, I, it's 27 of us adults that work in the building, talking about from maintenance to the president. So I have uh, six colleagues that are teachers, right? And so the math teacher teaches all math, sixth, seventh and eighth grade math, you know, so on and so forth. So we don't have any, uh, uh, financial resources where we can get uh, teachers aid, et cetera, teachers aids and- And, and, and uh, an enrichment teacher yes, and you know, anything like that. Yes. So, so unfortunately we cannot accept a young man who's more than a grade level below his current grade because we just don't want to set him up for failure because we won't be able to get him up to, to par when he mo moves on to these college preparatory high schools. So with that being said, uh, part of our strategic plan, we are looking to go uh, a grade lower to, to, to get another cohort. So we, we're looking for 20 students and we're by the year 2023, um, we're looking to have a uh, fourth fourth grade slash fifth grade cohort, or it would just be a full fifth grade cohort. 
just trying to get them at an early age. Because what we're finding is these young people, these young men, when they're coming in, they're so far behind and we need to be able to get them up to par. You know, what's sad, and it's just the educational state right now, you know, uh, young people, when, if, if you, you, you are learning to read from preschool to third grade, you're learning to read. And then from third grade on, you're reading to learn, okay? Now, if you have not learned to read by the time you hit third grade, you're, you're, you're behind with everything, <laughs> with everything. And that's what's happening right now in not all public schools, but the majority of the public schools. But then that goes into another reason. Why is it happening? And then that leads to the lack of resources that are being pre presented. <laughs> no, no, no schools. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's that. It's that, 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 that vicious cycle. So with all that being said, what we're trying to do, uh, part of our strategic plan is to go down with the thought of um, eventually, who knows, we, to be honest with you, we need to go further down than the fourth or fifth grade, because as I just stated, Third you know grade. what research is saying, right? And so, uh, but it's but it but it costs right. It, 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 you have to get you have to have money, and we're not a public school, right? We're not charter, so we don't get money from the state like charter schools get. You know, they get so much for every for for students, right? For every pupil, mm -hmm. we don't get that. You know, I, we have our budget is two million dollars a year, and I have to go and raise that money from individuals, corporations, and foundations, writing grants, etc. And but nothing comes from Jesuits. The Jesuits don't give us any money, uh, and uh, the state doesn't give us any money. So, so with all that being said, uh, it, it's a tough road, but it is what it is. It has to be done. You know, I wish there were many, many, many more Loyola's out there. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wish that Loyola could serve more than just 60 students currently. I mean, we serve about 140 because as I said, we're, we're uh, an 11 plus year program. So we serve the 60 students that we have, but then the 80 students that are out there in high school and in college. So we're still serving those students, but you know, I wish we could serve many more because there are a bunch of us yeah. that needs to be served. And, 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 and I'm just talking about boys, yeah. you know, girls too. You know, so so is so is what is the percentage of kids like? Where do they end up going? Like, what is the percentage of kids where they end up going in St. Louis? That's a great question. So, for, so, so it varies from year to year. So, uh, the so the majority of our eighth graders now they are going to uh, we have eight. It's 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 eight. It's twenty of them. Eight of them are going to CBC. We have uh, four going to DeSmet. We have uh, three, now I might lose count. We got three going to St. Mary's. I think we might have two at Lutheran North. We have two at SLU. Uh, and maybe the, the following, maybe two at Cardinal Ritter, something of that nature. Okay. But it depends on year to year, you know. Uh, the, the 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 previous year we had seven go to the smack you know so it all depends on 
one, the makeup of, of the students, and two, how the, when the students, we, what we do, we take them on uh, high school visits. Like you go to college visits, mm -hmm. we take them on high school visits. And it all depends on the, the dog and pony show that the high school shows, you know, yeah. to, to the students, you know, so it gets them. So, yeah, so it all depends on year to year. You know, we've had young men go to Burroughs, uh, Chaminade, uh, it's so so it all depends you know so that, so those that. so burroughs is recruiting from your school too wow i mean that's, yeah. that's not even yeah. wouldn't yeah. even no wow. you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't think it but yeah 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 so so the good thing is that that lets you know that the word is out about loyola academy mm -hmm. right uh but you know so like i said we got burroughs we we actually had priory knocking on our door uh because I don't know if you remember back back in the day, uh, the CBC coach, basketball coach was uh, Bobby Bobby McCormick. Yep, 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 right. yep, yep. So that was when Bobby, when I was there. Yep, yep. So Bobby McCormick, now he 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 is the uh, uh, the admissions director at Priory and the basketball. Coach. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 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 anyway. Um, and, and so what we've done too, we have not allowed, we, we don't allow uh, coaches to come recruit. You know, I get coaches calling, I get, you know, I, you know. Cause you, cause you all, you all play in CYC and uh, just like any other Catholic school, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they're seeing these kids in CYC. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's okay. And I, and I tell them, I say, you more than welcome. You're more than welcome to send stuff over. And I'll make sure we get it in their Thursday folders because they get they get we, they take home folders. I said, but no, you can't come recruiting talking about play for me or do this or do that. You can't do it. Now I, I'm sorry that now if you want if if you when they come to you, you can talk about academics. Yeah, because because once again that feeds into that the whole entertainment thing. aspect you're saying. Oh, now yeah, we're more than that, you know. And I'm, I'm, and 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 so you know, so many times, and, and and what I don't want to do is block any any students' dreams. So if a student says, you know, uh, Dr. Clark, I want to be a professional basketball player or or whatever this or that or or uh, a rap star, that's great. But just giving them some some else to think about. But it's great to be a, a basketball player. But let's let's talk about how much actually percentage of them that's actually in it let's talk about being the owner yeah. of the basketball <laughs> or, you know or the owner of the label yeah 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 so anyway just 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 raising the expectations in in, in here right uh of of what what they can do they can do so much more man i mean come on we kings yeah my word. yeah we kings, we kings yeah. you know <laughs> so i mean i didn't even know if you knew you need to go. You need to call John Ship. You know he's over the diversity, the VP of diversity for AB now. Is he really? Just got it like a couple of weeks ago. I didn't know that. I thought I thought John was still in uh, the service, man. No, no, no. That was just, he's had only one job out of service is AB. He's been an AB since like wow. 2007. Wow, that's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. So he's over diversity at AB. Yep. Diversity and inclusion. Because uh, he was like, man, tell Clark to call me, man. Because I told him I was doing an interview. He's like, tell him to call me. Man, that is so cool, man. Yeah. And see, see what I, what I want to do, too, is have brothers like yourselves 
and that, that, that are doing things that my students can have their minds open, their eyes open to, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, because- And we're not corny brothers either. So it's not like, all, like you know, that the poindexter walking up there like, hey- That's right, that's right. The pocket that's right. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just right. saying, right. you know, right. we come in all facets. This brother's that smart that you, don't, you may not assume stereotypically would look like the brother that'd be going to SLU or going to Shamanada. Right. And, and just understanding that these brothers that, that, that I'm working with, it's no fault of their own and no fault of their families, but the majority of those who they are seeing, they don't have those type of jobs. Cause like these may be the first, right? To go on to college or go on to high school. So they don't see these, these type of individuals. So to see these individuals that are doing something besides what their dad might be doing, uh, or if they see their dad, sometimes the majority of them are incarcerated. Mm -hmm. uh, so so this, this is what I'm talking about, man. I would love to have my young brothers you and, and, and Thomas and, yeah. and Eric, you know, coming over to say, hey, this is what I do, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna get into, we got a text group. Uh, I'm gonna have to get, jump in our text group and uh, like, hey, we need to go ahead and go over to Ola. Yeah, and, man. Uh, check those I, little, little brothers out. Somebody got married not too long ago. I think you was in, uh, you went to Teddy. Did Teddy yeah, 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 Teddy got married about a couple of years ago. Yeah, he, he invited me to the, uh, <laughs> But it was either a diaper thing or an engagement party or something. I know I <laughs> but I couldn't go. And I was like, man, this is just wild to see y'all, y'all men, y'all grown <laughs> men, you know? It's, yeah. it's crazy because it's like, we just all think like, man, like, we like for real, we're like the older guys. We don't, I don't feel like it, you know? I was like, you know, it's the same. Cruel yeah. people I've been around since high school, yeah. you know, it's the yeah. same brothers, you know. Yeah, we're all yeah. the same, you know. Uh y'all doing it, y'all, y'all are doing it. I'm yeah, I mean, so literally, proud, like I tell people all the time, though I wouldn't have been around brothers like that. Even though I've been at Metro, that'd have been great. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure I would have did great things potentially, mm -hmm. but the people I met and the brothers, yeah. not and not just even the brothers, the my white uh, fellow counterparts and That's friends right. that I met there, right. you know long relationships with forever you know yeah. and yeah, you know what's funny i saw you uh i saw your podcast with alec pink yes you know? <laughs> me and alec hang out all the time yeah and alec worked for me too and uh, yeah me uh, that's how me and him became friends yes yes that's yes, how we became yes. friends he also yes. he also he also got uh we also uh adopted him uh freshman dance because he had a black date so he just rolled with us uh, to go eat at Calico's afterwards. <laughs> oh my God. Now, he was Alec, like, I'm going with the black guys. They all got black dates. We going to go over with them. <laughs> now, Alec, Alec uh, did, he and his brother own Three Kings or His brother owns Three Kings. Oh, his brother does. Yeah. His yeah, older yeah. brother owns Three Kings. Yeah. Man, I tell you, man, I, I, like I say, man, you all, like, I, like at the beginning, like I've said, I'm so humble because you all don't know. This is a two two way street, man. I have grown so much from 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 you all. You know, uh, you help you all help mold me into like I said, the person that God created me to be. You know, and I still learn. Yeah. You know, I don't know it all. You know, I made mistakes with you cats. I know I did. <laughs> you know, like you said, I, it's some choice words. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I and, and, I, and that was your first year on the job too. So that's like yeah. your first year being a parent. So it was like. <laughs> 
Hey, I don't know if you heard. I, I, um, you ever heard of those, uh, those, those black eight balls? Yeah, I didn't have it when you all were there, but I, uh, but, but they used to have these black eight balls you used to shake, and they give you answers. Ask it a question. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think I, I think somebody gave me that as a gag gift like in uh, 2003 or something like that. So what I would do. <laughs> oh, so you would have to gamble your life on the jug? <laughs> so, so what I would do, what I would do, I had it on top of my uh, credenza and, and back of my desk. So whenever a black student came in, in my office, there, whenever a black student came in my office, I reach up and grab it and put it down in front of me. And then, cause I'd be fired up, I say, uh, now you in my office, and 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 every white student and white person is out there looking, saying, "What is he gonna do to him?" I say, "So now, where am I?" And they say, "What do you mean? You sitting in your desk?" I say, "Where am I? What's in front of me?" They say, "The eight ball." I say, "So now I'm behind the eight ball." <laughs> You should have made him shake it up like, am I going to get a jug? <laughs> yeah, man. So, so yeah, man, I, I, that, I'm i telling you, you all just don't know, man. You all molded me. Probably what I did then with, with educating you all back then has prepared me to deal with these young men now, man. I'm telling you, I, it's a blessing, man. I'm so blessed, man. I'm blessed. So, Mr. Clark, thank you for doing this. We got one more. We have a game I'll call this or that. You just have okay. to choose between two different things. All right. That's all you have. All right. Sanford and Son are good times. Sanford and Son. <laughs> yeah. I still watch it now. It come on, it come on weekends on Saturday at on, on, on 7.56. That's what it is on Charter Cable. So, yeah, I watch it every so you Saturday. You weren't a good times person. I'm not a good times person, man. <laughs> All right, coming to America or Harlem Nights? Harlem Nights. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I love Harlem Nights, man. You wasn't a coming to America guy, huh? I liked it, but I liked uh, I liked uh, coming to America, but I loved Harlem Nights. <laughs> I loved it. loved it. All right, uh, Boys in the Hood or Juice? Boys in the Hood. Because <laughs> yeah. when that came out, I, people, I was telling you, man, that was a scary time when that came yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, dope boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh Chinese food or emos? Chinese food. I can <laughs> eat Chinese food every day. It ain't the healthiest thing. <laughs> all that, all that, all that uh sodium in it. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh Loyola uh of uh, uh, basketball program or SLU's basketball program <laughs> in your time. <laughs> I, I, I have to go with right now with what I know best right now. And that's Loyola, <laughs> Loyola basketball. They ain't the greatest, but you know, just to see them out there on the court, you know, yeah. So who do you, who do they play against? Like, what are the other schools they play against? They play at all the CYC. So, and the majority of them are are the white schools. You know, is it Southside? Are they playing more Southside schools? Yep, yep. They're in the Southside region. So, so Mary Queen, uh, 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 Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, it's a whole bunch of them over there, over, over yeah. the area. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. All right. If you had to pick the best football player to come out of SLU, who would you pick? Wow. The best football player to come out of SLU during my time. 
No, I'm talking about period. That you seen period. Oh, period. Um, shoot. I would say Jason, off the top of my head, would be this guy named Jason Dulick. Yeah, he's the coach at Gateway. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Really, Jason Dulick, huh? Yeah, he was. He was a star. And well, put it like this: in between Jason and Henry Jones. Okay. Henry was back then. My Henry was a freshman when I was a senior. Uh. But you know, uh, it would be to be between those two. Yeah, probably, Jason, and if I had to choose, it would probably be Henry because he 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 went a little bit the further. Super Bowl three yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jason Dulick, I think he still has the receivers' records at uh, Illinois. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's the man. He's the man. All right, the yeah. best basketball player that went to SLU. Oh, dude, I ain't in the basketball. I <laughs> oh no, I'm, let's change it to your of your sport track. Uh. The best track would, would have to be Paul Chaney. Okay. Yeah, Paul Chaney was a man. He I remember when Paul Chaney went to the rest of Iowa. I didn't even know him. I sent yeah. him a message like, "What well, you go? You went to my rival school. I, you, I, I went to school with you. We went to my rival. We don't know each other for four years." He he emailed me back like, "What? He know who I was because I wasn't there when school with you." I like, and we can talk after your four years at Iowa. So like, yeah. me and him, cool. He's in Chicago now. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked to his dad. You know, he's a Kappa too. He's a Kappa. Paul is too. Paul is a Kappa. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. You just you just put this, you know, you just it was like the board. You just made everybody. <laughs> Dude, kid, it's, it's kids probably now they don't even know that they became Kappas up being someone else that was older than them. And they don't even know where it even came from. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it, it's just amazing, man. I mean, you know, you got Dante, uh, Dante, Henderson, Thomas, Thomas, Brennan. Oh my God! Jason. I'm telling you, brother, <laughs> it's a long you. list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long list. Well, Mr. Clark, thank you for doing this. I appreciate you so much. Where can no people problem. get in touch with you for Loyola or donations or getting involved with Loyola Academy? Man, they can. They can. Uh, Look at the website and, and, and get all the information they need, uh, www.loyolaacademy.org. And uh, they, they, can under, they can learn about the school, learn what we're doing, changing lives, and, uh, you know, get in where they fit in, whether that's coming and volunteering or giving a dollar bill. Right. <laughs> or, or, or give it a million dollars. Yeah. You know, get in where you'd you, you rather have the, uh, from coming to my rather have it the ones that fold, not the uh, jingle of change. <laughs> well, yo, Mr. Clark, I appreciate this so much. Uh, I, all, I all, all the you. brothers been like, oh, man, you finna get on out. This is going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. So it's so many people you have impacted, like I said. You have been a blessing to a lot of us that you don't even understand and know. Even people that left SLU that didn't finish, you they still talk about you. You know, yeah. they still talk about you in so many different ways, you know. Well, and I humbling. really appreciate it. That's humbling. And I appreciate you, brother. And I appreciate you having me on. And uh God bless you, man. Keep doing what you're doing. 